0: 90.9 FM, to be enjoyed at any temperature. Broadcasting on Tree 7 land and on Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3.
1: Welcome to Rave Dad's Diary, a show that explores the globalization of electronic dance music from the perspective of a rural Alberta boy turned raver. I'm your host and resident Rave Dad, Paul Brooks. Rave Dad's Diary broadcasts on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary at the University of Calgary campus and community radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Siksika, the Pagani, and Kaina First Nations, the Sutina First Nation, and the Stony Nakoda. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Welcome to Rave Dad's Diary. Because it's the holidays, I am rebroadcasting some of my favorite conversations from 2021. Today, we're going to hear a rebroadcast of my conversation with Victoria Chong, aka New Chance. Earlier this year, they put out a full-length debut album titled Real Time. The record has been a favorite around the CJSW studio. And now the release has been remixed and reimagined. Here's our conversation. Victoria, welcome to Rave Dad's Diary.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> We're talking about your remix album today, but I'd like to understand the spirit of the original project that came out in early 2021 titled Real Time. Tell me about it.
2: Um. Well, the spirit of the project, the spirit of the album, Real Time, Um, it's a record of songs that I wrote and produced. And, um, I guess, yeah, it was released in July, 2021. And, um, the sort of overarching theme and idea, uh, circles around the notion of time. It's kind of more of like a questioning or like a reverie or something. It's not really it's not exactly like a proposal that I know everything about time. It's more, you know, it's more just kind of like hoping to inspire um, a line of questioning and just kind of meditation about time. Um, I mean, it's the reason why is because I just found that I had a lot of songs that were written about time, um, you know, and it made sense to collect them under this, this album umbrella but, um, yeah, I, I'm still kind of obsessed with time. I, even new songs I write are still kind of about time. So <laughs> we'll see, you know, what comes next. But
1: You know, even uh, talking about time, I, I said that the album came out earlier in, in 2021, but it came out in the middle of the year. And now we're talking in November. And uh, my sense of time is just completely uh, bamboozled uh, after the last oh, yeah. two years.
2: <laughs> Mine is also. I I know that it was released in July. Like, I know that, you know, in my brain, but it doesn't, it feels like a year ago. Um, yeah, it feels like a long time ago.
1: <laughs> so r- remixing music is perhaps more common in dance and electronic music genres than in other genres. So for anybody who's listening who doesn't understand, can you describe what, what a remix album or a remix project is?
2: Sure. I mean, um, remixes sort of take the component parts of a, of a song and rearrange them or, um, or sort of pick and choose or sample from them and um, create alternate versions basically that are not the original, but are these kind of, um, yeah, these these alternate versions. And so a remix album is just a, a full album of these kind of alternate versions of songs.
1: So what is the importance of remixing to you and your musical peers?
2: Um well I'm not I can only probably speak for myself um, and say that. Well, for me, it was. For me, I'm I'm kind of a remix fan. Like I I like remixes. I like B sides. I kind of, uh, I kind of came up in the '90s, like when there was a lot of um, like CD single. I would, you know, I'd be into kind of the like UK version of CD singles that would have um, B sides on them and stuff like that.
1: Um, Did the club mix.
2: Yeah, the club mixes, uh, I've always, I, I i don't know, I think it's just, I find it, it, I just find it kind of like stimulating to my musical brain to kind of hear how songs can uh, take different shapes and how you can uh, pick things apart and rearrange them. And um, yeah, I've always kind of been, um, inspired by that. And I like to do that with my own music as well. Like I will sort of, oftentimes there's no kind of like one version of the song that's the right version and then other versions that are alternates. It's sort of like, there's, there's often like a multiplicity of versions of a song. And for me, uh, I don't know, that's just how I, that's just kind of how I, like to work, I guess, turning things around and turning things inside out and kind of letting songs um, evolve in a way. Cause I get bored too. I get bored with my own music, you know? Like I, I don't, I'm not always so interested in just kind of like performing a version of a song over and over again, exactly the same. Every time I get, I definitely get bored of it just personally. <laughs>
1: When you released the original project, Real Time, uh, was it your intention to create a remix album to to follow it up with, or is that something that kind of came organically after the album was released?
2: Um, I think it. I actually can't remember. <laughs> I actually can't remember. But I think, I think, somewhere during the process of probably mixing the original record. I started to think about how it would be nice to have remixes just cause I love remixes and I know a lot of interesting producers. And so, um, it, it was, it's always been kind of on my mind. And then I, I did ask a couple of the artists who are on the remix album to do remixes. And then, um, it just kind of got my, it just kind of got me going in terms of, thinking about all the people that could do awesome remixes. And so I just proposed a remix album to the label uh, that released real time and the remix album. And that label is called we are time and they were just supportive of the project. And so um, that's how it came together. And it was pretty, pretty quick, actually. Once, once my songs were mixed, it's not, so hard on my end to just send the musical information and the files to all the producers and then it was kind of on them to do the you know to do their artistic thing
1: you're listening to rave dad's diary and my guest is new chance and we're talking about real time remixed let's listen to some music from the album can you set up this first track that we're going to hear
2: Yes. So the first track we're going to listen to is Lal's remix of um, the title track, which is called Real Time. And actually, um, I did a remix trade with them. I had done a remix for them because they put out a remix album um, in 2020, which is called Losing Myself. And so I had done a remix for them. And instead of them paying me, I said, why don't we do a trade? Um, and so this is the this is what I got out of that trade. Um, so yeah, this is real-time remix by Lal.
0: Whatever step I land on is my guide. Tell me. Stay
1: listening to rave dad's diary on 90.9 fm cjsw and my guest today is toronto artist victoria chong aka new chance and we're talking about real time remixed i'm curious is there a certain etiquette or do you think that there's a certain etiquette uh, to to remixing somebody else's track are there things that you should or should not do (laughs)
2: um I am not sure I mean it was a very interesting process to receive all these remixes and to kind of be able to uh assess for myself like what my expectations had been without necessarily even realizing that I had expectations and what people delivered and um uh I don't know. I mean, that, that it was all just very interesting in terms of the process. And when I have made remixes for other artists, I, I mean, I think I'm always just kind of mindful of making something that I think the artist will like. Um, but I mean, that's kind of a projection on my part, because how do I know necessarily? But usually I'm, I'm, I'm always working for people that I know, like, friends or people that I at least, you know, share community with or, um, you know, like musical peers. And so I, I personally try to make something, I I try to like impress them. Like I want them to like it. It's really important to me that they like it. But other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there's etiquette. Um, I think it, I don't know. It depends if, if an artist gives you like free reign to just do whatever you want, then I definitely think you should do whatever you want. But um and if they're surprised, then that's how they learn that they should ask for what they want with something different or whatever, you know. But um, yeah, otherwise, I'm not sure if there's etiquette or not.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's more of a personal question um, to each individual kind of approaching the the, the remix. You know, you you you're you're a vocalist and Mm -hmm. um, you're an incredible vocalist. And these vocals are on some of the remixes are uh, really modulated, chopped up. Um I imagine, you know, when you get back a bunch of remixes, it's really exciting. Perhaps it's a humbling experience. Maybe somebody's heard something uh that you didn't experience uh in, in your own in your own tracks. Um yeah. wh- like what do you what are you listening to when you get a, a remix back from somebody?
2: Um I'm definitely well I know my you know i know kind of my source tracks really well so i'm listening to try to understand what they did to them and for the most part i have no idea for the most part it's like i have no clue how they kind of did what they did i mean i know i know maybe some things but i certainly don't know everything and that's part of the magic to me is that um I have no idea. And, and it's cool because I know these people, so I could ask them, you know, to take me through what they did production wise or whatever, but I mean, I haven't done that, (laughs) but because it's kind of nice to have this like magical thing where I don't know how they did what they, what they did. Um, And yeah, it's true what you said about the vocals. Like I, I do think, it is one area where it it does feel very personal and kind of like bodily, you know, to mm-hmm. me. And so, it's that is probably the most vulnerable part of giving someone these these stems, um, you know, these kind of component tracks for a song to remix because you give them these kind of uh these like dry vocals potentially that are you know there's nowhere to hide <laughs> there's no like production to hide around and um yeah I don't know I, I just to say I think what what other producers do with vocals is the most is the most the thing I I would feel the most sensitive about but also I appreciate that kind of personal challenge of like letting people do what they want, you know, in a way, and and letting people do what they think sounds good. And um, it's like a really interesting kind of like sonic mirror for me, you know?
1: Mm. You're listening to Rave Dad's Diary, and I'm speaking with Toronto artist Victoria Chong. They have a full-length album out called Real Time, and it has now been remixed. We're talking about Real Time Remixed, And I want to hear another song. This next track that we're going to listen to, I I think it's my favorite cut on the remix album. It's a high BPM remix that, uh, yeah, features your your vocals prominently, but things are are, are chopped up. And uh, yeah, this track really pops. Tell me about this track, Two Pictures, I Came to My Senses, the Bile Sister remix.
2: Yeah. So this is Bile Sister's remix of Two Pictures. Um, And Bile Sister is a Toronto artist, Julie Reich, who um, we've been friends for a long time and and like peers in music and collaborators. And we also sing together. We sing backup together. So we have, um, we're tight, you know? And this, uh, I love this track also. I think it's like, it's just very um, danceable and like club ready
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and it's sort of it's it's not unusual for Julie to make a track like this because I know her, but I think for in terms of the re- the released music that she has out there, it's something very different than what people would necessarily expect from her um, which I love. I mean, I know her so I know. Her taste, and I kind of know, uh, you know. I know that this makes sense that she would do this, but um, yeah, it's kind of the most like clean and club ready thing that I think she's ever made. The
1: Dad's Diary on 90.9 FM CJSW. My name is Paul Brooks, and I'm speaking with Toronto artist Victoria Chung. They have a new record out. It's a remix album of their album, Real Time. And the record's been a favorite with... Well, the original record, Real Time, was a favorite with CJSW programmers. And now the remix album is on our chart again And we just heard the track, Two Pictures, The Bile Sister Remix. I'm speaking with Victoria now. Victoria, uh, I'm wondering, do you have any opportunities to play out live coming up?
2: I I do have one show. um, I do have one New Chance show that's happening next weekend. So that's uh, November 27th and um it's part of the long winter series in toronto um and yeah that's kind of my one that's my one show and i haven't played live in almost two years uh so i'm excited and you know not quite prepared but i'm gonna prepare (laughs) i'm gonna prepare this week
1: yeah yeah (laughs) get get to it um I, I was really uh, curious about the, the, the artwork with your remix uh, album and, and with the original. Um, tell, yeah. me, tell me about the, the art uh, that, that comes along with this release.
2: Um, <clears throat> so the, art, the artwork for the remix album is something that I put together um, using a photo from the kind of photo shoot that we did for the first record um, with a photographer named Yula Benavolsky. And, um, it's, it's a picture of me superimposed over a, an image of a bonsai tree that is from my grandfather's bonsai scrapbooks. He had a whole bunch of, um, scrapbooks of like photos of his plants and clippings from newspapers and magazines of, um, Most just plants and bonsai and plant shows like plants that would win awards at shows and stuff like that. And um, they're very special to me. These albums. Um, Yeah. They just kind of have all these old uh, images of plants. And so, yeah, me with the bonsai tree is, um, it's still riffing on, the The artwork that I did for the other record for Real Time um, <clears throat> is also using images from his scrapbooks. So basically his scrapbooks just became like a big inspiration and a big kind of like aesthetic container for the world of Real Time. And um, yeah, so I was happy to kind of, I was happy with the remix artwork to kind of put myself into that Um that World, like an image of myself into that world, because, um, yeah, I it's just kind of a, a nice to represent that, I guess.
1: I, I'm looking at the artwork now, and now I understand the the way that you've described it, um, and, and I can see it, and I, I'm almost like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have understood what it was because. <laughs> In my mind, uh, the 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 abstract nature of it was coming up with a different thing. But um, it's
2: what, you, a, what was your interpretation? I'm I'm curious.
1: You know, I, I didn't see it as a as a as a bonsai tree per se, uh-huh. uh, but but now it is uh, definitely a tree. And uh, yeah, there's something just um, I don't know, just very uh, organic, uh, comforting, kind of pleasing about about the the artwork that went along with the with the remix release. So thank you for, for sharing.
2: Yeah, it has these um <clears throat> it has these horizontal lines. It's it's like weathered it, it is actually weathered by time. Like it has this those glue lines from being in one of those photo albums. Those like a glue
1: back one.
2: Yeah the adhesive that uh. is like um before before archival adhesive I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah so yeah, so it is actually, it does have that like weathered by time quality too.
1: Neat. So I'm, I'm at your band camp right now, newchance.bandcamp.com. Is that the yeah. best place for folks to uh, engage with your releases and buy your music?
2: Yeah, that's a great place to do it. Um, I also have a website which is uh, www.newchance.biz. And that's also a place that kind of links to everything and anything that uh, I have going on.
1: Awesome. Victoria, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. And uh, congratulations on this this remix album and to, to everybody involved. It's really cool. Uh, and I can't wait to hear what comes next.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> that was my conversation with New Chance. We'll close out the show today with their track Fallen, remixed by Prince Nifty. The albums Real Time and Real Time Remixed are available now on the label We Are Time. Ohama, and I grew up on a potato farm in Western Canada, and you're listening to CGSW 90.9. we You're listening to Rave Dad's Diary on 90.9 FM CJSW. You just heard Beverly Glenn Copeland's Ever New, reworked by Boniver and Flock of Dimes. Up next is music from Montreal producer T.D.J. This is Euphoria. toes tush with the track wavy baby you're listening to rave dad's diary on 90.9 fm cjsw the show is coming to a close thank you so much for tuning in my name is paul brooks have a great rest of your day and keep it locked on cjsw 90.9 fm
0: fans and welcome to the uh, Christmas edition of the Blues Witness. My name is Cindy McLeod.